everyone, and welcome to World Travel Escapes podcast, where we share our travel experiences on places we have visited worldwide. We're your hosts, Beth and Chris Doyle, and on this episode, we're talking about who we are. We want everybody to know who we are and what you can expect from this podcast. My travel experiences of traveling around the world through business and pleasure is just the start of it. I mean, Beth and I, we grew up traveling around the country with our family. We went all over the U.S., um, never really got to travel much outside the U.S. When we, were, when we were younger. Now that we're older, our work luckily has taken us in directions that we're able to travel around the world and see all places we've always wanted to see. I mean, Beth, you agree that it definitely helped us when we were younger, getting used to the traveling. And then when we went overseas, I remember you went before me. It was such, it's been such a great experience. We really want to share that with everybody. Yeah, I think it's good. I think every location we've gone to has kind of shown us a different way of the world and how they operate and how everybody lives. And it's kind of given us some really great experiences. In the U.S., there's a lot of great places to visit, too. And I, th- I think that we've gone to quite a few, many, many, many places in the in and around where we've lived, too, as well as traveling and had a lot of great experiences in the snow and the sunshine and all over. So with this podcast, what we really want to do is we want to talk about our travel experiences and hopefully we're going to, we can help you either, you know, help you decide to visit, or if you're going to visit, we can give you some great suggestions and some places that you don't want to miss when you're there. Different things we've experienced that we're like, gosh, I hope we tell, so when we, when we tell people about where we've been, we got to remember to tell them to come here. So that way everybody will have a better understanding of what that location has to offer. And we're going to try to pick you know, our favorite places to go to. Uh, and you, you're always going to be welcome to give us comments. Let us know if there's something, a place maybe you want to go to let us know. And if we've been there, we'll, we'll go ahead and do a podcast on it. If we haven't been there, I'm sure that we have a friend or friends that have been to that location and we can bring them on and they can tell us all about it. So with that, you know what, let's start telling everybody who we are. So let's start, Beth, why don't you start? Um, let us know who you are, what's your background, all this stuff. So people kind of can get to know who you are. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, well, my I started out in the travel industry about 25 years ago, and I started by actually going to college and getting my associates in hotel management. And while I was there, I actually learned how all about the hotels, and I worked in the hotels. Um, I worked at the front desk, talking to people, figuring, finding out why they travel where they do, which really interested me. And then I went on and I actually thought, let me get a degree in business because business seems to be the way of the world. This was, like I said, 25 years ago. And it is a good a good thing I did that because I got my bachelor's in that and it has helped me throughout my career. I've lived and I've worked in so many different places. I uh, grew up in New York. So I lived there for m- most of my teen years up to my 20. Were you in the city? It was in the city though. It was Rochester, right? Yes, it was Rochester, New York. Yeah. Um, and then from there, uh, we moved to Michigan. Uh, Michigan, I was there probably about 10 years. And then I ended up moving to Texas. And Texas, I just love Texas. It is my favorite state. You know, I always wondered, why did you love Texas so much? Because there was always something to do there. There was always a festival. There was always things to go see, places to go visit. They had the best restaurants. So you could have try a new restaurant every night and never go to the same place. And it just had this great Southern feel, this great country and Western feel. And I just really, really liked it. We're, we're in tech. Wait, we're in Texas. I was in Houston. I was in Houston probably six of the years. And then three of the years I was down by Corpus Christi. So I was by the water those years. And that was super fun. And, you know, San Antonio is one of the places I think everybody should go see. Yes. Yes. I agree. I think that was you, my favorite. Talk about ghosts. <laughs> Talk about ghost hunting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
So, I mean, I just got some really great, you know, experiences there when I was in Texas, um, actually just living there. So from there, I ended up actually going to Russia. I was there for about a year. So I learned an extremely different culture and way of living. I truly enjoyed seeing it and living it and understanding how people from Russia are and why they're the way they are. Where were you? Where did you live in Russia? I actually lived in Siberia in a town called Novosibirsk, which is the third largest city in Russia. I've been to Moscow many, many, many times. That was kind of my pass-through port when I was going to Novosibirsk. So it was just, its it was a great experience. I don't uh, know as I lived there again, but it was just nice to be able to experience that. I did learn a little bit of the language when I was there, but it's been quite a few years now, so I've kind of lost it, but I still know some of the words. Can we talk about the most important thing I learned when you were over there was that you had heated floors. <laughs> I believe heated yeah. floors in your in your place. Yes, my apartment had heated floors. I had a big apartment with heated floors, full size refrigerator, a nice size kitchen, which is unheard of there. But most of the most of the places people live in do have heated floors. So and it's colder than cold, which is Siberia. <laughs> it's really nice to be able to walk in on heated floors. 2006, I actually moved to Florida. I moved to be my family. I started a company with my sister called Meeting Planning for You. You know, we really enjoy working the company together. We do a lot of meeting events. We plan a lot for a lot of companies, smaller companies, larger companies. And I also go on site and assist other people with their meetings and events, make sure they run smoothly. And, you know, just making sure everything's how it should run. About three years ago, though, I decided to become a travel agent so that would better assist our company with our group travel and our incentive programs. So I think overall, I think that we are very well rounded. And on my part, as far as, you know, knowing the media event industry and the travel industry. What is like, so for your travel, for the travel agency, what's your favorite type of thing to do in the travel industry? What do do you like to send people? Do you you like to go to inclusives? Do you like to go cruises? What do you like to working with the most? Well, the most I like working with is cruises, but right now the cruise industry isn't kind of at par. So a lot of people are requesting the all-inclusives and the destinations. St. Lucia is really, really popular. Hawaii is becoming popular. A lot of people want to go there, but they couldn't go there. So that's popular. And I've got a lot of a lot of people in the want to stay in the U.S. They want to go to Myrtle Beach. They want to go to the Grand Canyon. They want to go to Pigeon Forge. So they're getting more of the rental homes there for their families and having their reunions there. So that's great. And but you know, you did mention you go on site for other clients doing, um, you know, travel director work. Do you have any favorite places that you've been to that you would you'd go back again for leisure? Like- Yes, actually, I loved Hawaii. I would definitely go back to Hawaii. I think Maui was one of my favorite places I've ever been to. And there's there's some places in California uh, that I've gone to that I really enjoy. The whole state of California is wonderful. Napa Valley is one of the best places. I would really love to go back to Napa Valley. What about like international? International? I've gone to... I really like Vancouver. Vancouver is really, really pretty. Germany is another one. That was my most wanted to go to country. And I went to Germany for the group. And then we kind of extended a little bit on the end and got to see it personally. But the group allowed us to go on the the trips and the tours with the, with the group. So we got to see everything about that area in a very personal way because they got a lot of the companies actually got a lot of um, time to you know, get into the background of it and get actually personal tours for the group. So it actually turned out really nice. Yeah, we are kind of lucky like that. We had really great clients that include us in getting to see the locations really well. All right. Now that you know a little about me, how about Chris? Tell us a little bit about you. 
Okay. Well, I've been in the meetings industry for, I don't know, 25 plus years. I started out actually moving down to Disney. I came from Michigan, went to college up there, moved down here to Florida because I wanted to work at Disney. Ended up working there in their um, meetings and events department. And when I realized that I wasn't going to be able to move into a position that I wanted to at Disney, I had an opportunity to come up with a meeting planning company here in Orlando. At the time, it was called CLT Meetings. As I started out there as a meeting coordinator. And then shortly after that, moved into being a meeting planner, worked there, traveled a lot, did lots of huge meetings, mostly in the pharmaceutical industry, learned a lot, worked with a really, really great team of people. I mean, everybody I worked with there was like family. So I really got lucky and getting to have that opportunity. Once I left there, I ended up working for a local destination management company. I really realized that I wanted to be a meeting planner. I enjoyed doing that. So I ended up leaving that and opening my own company. And luckily at that time, had already moved here from um, Russia. So we kind of did it together. So we opened up meeting planning for you. And we have tons of different clients that, you know, want meetings planned, want events planned. It just varies in the range of, of the scope of what we do. So what would be the both like the typical type of meeting that you plan? So the typical meeting, well, and this now with what's going on with this pandemic, it's kind of changed a little bit. But prior to this, a typical meeting would be either an incentive meeting or like a training meeting where people would come on location. They would bring their attendees for like three or four days and they'd go into general sessions and breakout meetings. And there would be, you know, they'd have breakfast and lunch. Possibly they'd plan like an, a night event or something or a team building event, something like that. Um, an incentive, a lot of times they don't even do that many meetings but they do plan like their tours during the day, stuff like that. So just depending on what type of a meeting it is, now that we have this pandemic going on, most things are now going to virtual. So we have moved into doing virtual meetings now. So the virtual meetings can stem anywhere from like a day of multiple meetings to up to, you know, three, four or five days of multiple meetings in multiple sessions on each day. So um, luckily we've been able to learn, train and learn how to do these and have been doing these and they seem to be going very well. They're just as much work as a in, you know face-to-face meeting, but just as important since, you know, I most places don't want to give up communicating with their employees on a large scale. So that's just how the meeting industry is turning though. You know, you got to kind of go with the flow, you know, hopefully someday we'll be going back to the face-to-face meetings, the bigger meetings. I just think it's going to be a little while before that happens. Well, I think that's a great solution right now for people. I think people really need to keep in touch with their coworkers. I think bosses need to get the information out to people in their companies. I think that, you know, doing something like this is really a great alternative to having that face-to-face meeting and, you know, able to just get that point across to what they really need people to know. I agree. And, you know, we've learned, you know, the meetings we've been doing for this, we've learned different ways on the virtual front on how to keep listeners engaged and keep them tuned in. So that to me is really, really important because otherwise, you know, there's so many webinars out there right now. You're kind of getting webinared out. There's just so much going, you know, people don't want to sit and just listen for an hour. They get kind of bored just sitting there watching their, their computer screen. So, you know, just coming up with different ways to keep listeners engaged, I think is really important. So try we try to do that. And so like with these webinars and meeting webinars, do you, do you get to still do breakouts? 
Yes. So the meetings can run just like an, a face-to-face meeting. It's just the difference is we, we have on the back end, on our end, where we're setting up the speakers in the green rooms, they're sitting there waiting to go on. So as, instead of them waiting in a green room on site in, a, in an actual room, they're actually waiting in a room like a Zoom or a WebEx or one of those w- rooms waiting to go on. All the sessions are able to be recorded. So when after the session's over, if somebody wasn't able to make it, they still are able to go back in and listen to it. So if, if there's somebody that can't, when you're on site and there's somebody who can't make it, usually it's not being filmed or recorded. So online, you definitely have that opportunity to record all the sessions for people to go back and revisit or send the links to or whatever you want to do. Oh, that's a great idea. That is a yeah. great perk to being able to do something like that. Right. I think that, you know, that's very helpful, especially if you want to reiterate a certain section for somebody to learn and they weren't able to go or they missed part of it. They can go back and, and, and review it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, in, in addition to doing this, I also do what you do, which is going on site as a travel director. You know, being a travel director, it gives us an opportunity to go on these meetings and incentive trips and assist the guests in making sure the trip is a success. Like, that's what we're doing. We're making sure that everybody there is enjoying their time. And luckily, you know, we do have some free time that we get on some of these on these programs, but most of the time it's a lot of work. And by the end of the day, when they do say we're off, we're usually going to sleep because we're tired because it's been such a long day. But totally worthwhile, totally worth it to get to see all the places that we get to see. And you so, know, I think too, um, I think too, the people are so nice. We get to know them over the years and throughout these different programs that we go on with them and meetings. And they're so nice. It's so nice to see them enjoying themselves and having a good time. And, you know, just all that, that goes along with us working. That just is sometimes doesn't even seem like work because it's just, they're so fun to be around and to show them a good time. And the people we work with, they do end up being like family and, and it makes it so much fun to go to work. Now that this pandemic has hit, we haven't been able to see everybody like normal. I, we miss people. I definitely miss the family. Oh, yeah. We miss a lot. everybody. Yeah, I think everybody misses everybody. So we kind of can't get, can't wait to get back to someday. You know, seeing each other on site. Now that you've gotten to know us a little bit better, we hope you're going to join us every week as we talk about places we've been to in our travels, as well as some insider tips of things not to miss while you're there. Since Beth and I have so many different experiences at these locations, we're going to try to fit what we know into our short period of time that we've created. We want you to have an idea before you go to these places what we thought was the most important thing. It may not be the most important thing, but it's what we thought was definitely worthwhile, definitely worth visiting. So you can go and not miss it or plan it ahead of time so that you kind of have a better idea. The hardest part for us when we, especially when we go international, is we want to pre-plan our trip. We usually try to extend either in the beginning or the end of our programs and doing the research right? I mean, the research takes so long to do that if we can even give you like two or three ideas of places to make sure you don't miss, that's going to help you maybe plan something around it. Don't you agree? I agree. I think that's exactly what the point we're going to get across to people. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully you'll tag along with us, listen to our adventures, have some fun with us. And, you know, just know if there's any place you want us to talk about, definitely get in touch with us. We have, we each, we have websites, uh, relax and enjoy vacations.com and meeting planning for you.com. We also have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram accounts. We also have emails. 
you can find those on our website. Send us a message. Let us know what you want to hear about. We have so many places we've been to we want to share with you. And we have so many to choose from. So we want to make sure we're picking locations that maybe would help you on your vacations to have a great one. So, I mean, if you are interested in anything at all, just let us know. Uh, We'd be more than happy to go ahead and discuss that area. We love every place we've gone to. There are a few we might not like, but we still find something that we like everywhere we go. I agree. So um, thank you for listening. And uh, we look forward to talking with you about all our fun locations. Thank you again for joining us. Please subscribe and support our podcast and feel free to leave a review. Also, let us know if there's a specific destination you would like us to talk about. You can find us on our websites at relaxandenjoyvacations.com and meetingplanningforyou.com. We'll see you next week where we will continue to share our world travel escapes.